got in a little trouble, ended up doing a little bit of jail time. When I was in there, that's when my true art ability came in, you know, so I'm <laughs> I hate, I hate talking about it. Welcome to the American Grown Podcast, hosted by Austin Sullivan. The American Grown Podcast will focus on people from different walks of life and their journey to where they are now. Now, turn up your volume and settle in for a great episode. This is the American Grown Podcast, recorded inside the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. Today, we have Jonah Padilla, tattoo artist and owner of A Piece of Perfection Tattoo Studio. Jonah, welcome to episode 65 of the American Grown Podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad we could finally connect. Finally, right? Finally, dude. I feel like, well, it's been, what, last, what were we talking about, uh, November, November, fall? yeah, fall. Yeah, last fall. Oh, yeah. So that's how long this has been in the works. And before we dive too deep mm-hmm. you know, into your episode, we got to shout out. Mr. Powers. Yes. So shout out to Mr. Powers. He's the one that recommended you for the podcast. And he actually recommended you all the way back in August yes. of last year. Yes, yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Powers. Thank you. It's funny because I always knew him as Mr. Powers in school or Coach Powers. And when he messaged me, I didn't. I was like, oh, Brian. His first name, Brian. Yes. Pa- you know, yes. so I didn't know. And that, 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 That's one thing with me, man. I, I can never call any coach or any teacher by their first name. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with I you 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, for, I think for, for me, it's like a respect thing. It is. It is. Yeah. It's probably yeah, same for you. Same for me. Yeah. And it's just that's what you always called them, too. So it's yeah. like ingrained, you it, know. It, yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> as you're doing like three a days. I don't know if they do three a days anymore, but I'm sure you do. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And you just were like sweating your ass off. Oh but my God, yes. It was always Coach or, or Mr. Powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those that don't know, he is the offensive and defensive coach, defensive. lines coach? Uh, Def- yeah, uh, both. Both. He coaches both? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. Uh, at Cedar Crest High School for football. And like I said, I finally got my shit together. Here you are. you know. And for all the listeners, if you have filled out a form, I was just talking with Jonah. You know, I have roughly 120 people that have filled out the form. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. crazy. A lot of people that want to share their story. And, oh, yeah. you know, I'm just appreciative that, that that many people want to come in and, and talk to me. And, and I want to give them a platform to share. You know, there's just great things going on throughout Lebanon County. Yeah, there is. Yeah, especially, there is. Yeah, especially you know, here in PA, oh, yeah. all around. So, you know, if you did fill out the form, I didn't forget about you. Be ready. Your number's going to get called. I just, I'm, I'm working through everybody. So oh, yes. I appreciate everyone's patience. But uh, Jonah, let's, uh, let's have a, let's have a drink real quick before we get into this. We're getting cheers. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, didn't go down the wrong pipe this time. Oh, good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? You start right? coughing like crazy. Or I start coughing. <laughs> you know, let's get your background. Okay. Um, where were you born and raised? Start from the beginning and, uh, you know, we'll go from the beginning to where we are now. All right. So <clears throat> from the beginning, I was born in a small town called La Rosaleda. It's in Guaynabo, Puerto Rico. It's uh, one of the bad parts in Puerto Rico, you know, it's uh, shootings, killings every day. Wow. So, yeah. And parts of Puerto Rico are beautiful. Parts of Puerto Rico, not so great. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. Was, I was born in one of the parts that wasn't great. So... My mom decided uh, she went on vacation to come here to PA. Wait, your mom came to vacation here yes. in Pennsylvania? Yes. One of her friends told her to come here. Oh, is she still <laughs> friends with her? She still, she still oh, is. Okay. I call her. I still call her. I call her my aunt. You yeah. know, Didi Meri. You know, that's uh, a, okay. I love her. So, um, 
she came out here one day and and was just on vacation and she says calls my grandmother up and this was back in I'm gonna say 93 94 and she says hey mom sell everything in the house and um I'm not coming back really <laughs> just like that just we're done we're, we're done yeah. I, I'm not I'm not gonna raise sell my, everything yep she was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna raise my kids in PR yeah yeah you know so um it's four of us uh me and my brothers it's four brothers yeah. So. Well, we talked about Benny, which I didn't put it together. Yes. Yes. yes I was yes, like, what yes. a small world. A lot, a lot of people think that we're half brothers, but no, we're full brothers. Full brothers. Yeah. yeah. It's because of different last names. Shout but. out to Benny. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Shout out to Benny. Yeah. I love him. Great guy. I mean, and again, I met him through Ty and uh, Ty the Barber. Yep. Shout yep, out Ty yep. the Barber. Shout out Ty. Uh, Gary Gristick and Kyle Tice and all those guys. Oh, yes. And uh, it was at uh, Tice's uh, bachelor party mm-hmm. in, 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 in AC. Atlantic City and uh, yes. yeah, Benny was great, man. Oh man, yeah, yeah. He, he's a guy that if you're in a fight, I'm just gonna throw this out there. You want Benny on your side? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh yes. He's like a hundred percent built like a tank. He is. Yeah, but he sure. was never built like that. No. 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 No, he was never built. So like how do you get like that? He got made fun of. No way. He, yep, he got made fun of the first year that he was playing football. Got made fun of because he was a little skinny, scrawny okay. kid. And the whole that one summer, he just was in the weight room. Boom, just putting in, packing yeah. in pounds. People, people thought that he was taking steroids. When they saw him the next following year. how the change was. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, Good for him, though. I mean, that's like, because sometimes you get bullied, you can you can go the opposite way. Exactly. You, know, you can go to a dark place, you yes. know, for yes. sure. For sure. Yeah, so now, all right, so your mom <coughs> vacations here, comes yes. to Pennsylvania, which sounds, I'm going to be honest, it sounds backwards. It, it, it does. Little, little backwards. Yeah. You know, so we're from the island. You know, we saw beautiful beaches. Be- yeah. Beaches, oh my God. You know? So, we come from the island. We're here. Uh, well, I was still in school. Me and my oldest brother, Peter. Uh, we were still down there with my grandmother. And that's when my mom was like, yo, ma, I'm not coming back. Sell everything. And uh, when the kids' school year is done... Boom, just set, uh, ship them out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So how old were you? Like, I was like around maybe 10, 11 years old okay. you know, at the time. Yeah. Uh, my brother's uh, two, three years older than me. So what do you think was like going on is like things are getting sold? and uh, Yeah, I was like, yeah. what's going on? Are, are, are we going to be homeless? This and that, you know? Right, so right. I was still young. You know, I wasn't really aware of anything. So when she said, you're going to PA, I was like, oh, crap. So uh, I, I, I took like nothing. You know, so it, it took me some time to adjust when I came out here because it was so yeah. quiet. Um, I came out here 94, 95, and we had a little bit of snow, and that's the first time I ever saw snow. Okay. Fell in love with the snow. <laughs> really? I did. I fell in love with the snow. Oh, wow. And um, we, we were out here, fell in love with the snow, and uh, we had that blizzard. That was the first time. Uh, yeah. I think blizzard of 95 or 96. Right, right. Oh, we got a ton of snow. Oh, right? my God, yes. Uh, I think it was close to like 30-some inches. And yes. then with the wind, it blew the snow drifts like mm-hmm. four, five, six feet oh, high. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, so we, I was living up in uh, the village, Lebanon Village. Okay. And that's where we stayed at and all that. And uh, when we got that blizzard, we were out for almost, what, I think, a couple of days of school. Oh, yeah. It was like great. It was oh, great yeah. vacation. Yeah. And, you know, us, you know, as kids, we were daredevils, so we were jumping off the second-story building. <laughs> Into the snow. <laughs> Into the snow, yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, you yeah. just get buried. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But like I was saying, um, it took me a little time. Like, uh, I was telling Powers this story uh, about when I first came out here. Um, it was so that qu- that quiet. 
that quiet that I, I couldn't stand it. Yeah, you, you I, know, I um, wanted to ask. Yeah, you said it was quiet. It was quiet because living in Puerto Rico, it's, it's always loud. You know, gunshots everywhere. You know, and and that was pretty my my soothing. You know, I got really? I, I got used, got used to, to it. I got used to I the gunshots you. and all that stuff. So when I came out here and it was so quiet, I I, I was like, I didn't know what to do. I, I used to put on the TV so it could make noise. I used to put on some... To, like, sleep and stuff? To sleep, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I needed the noise. Right. I, I used wow. to put on some stuff that sounded like gunshots, you wow. know? Yeah. Just so I could fall asleep, you know, because I was that... So you used know, to So it. used to Immune it. to it, almost like... Yes. You know, you, 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 you hear it about that, you know? People be like, oh, you go to Puerto Rico, so beautiful, so beautiful. Yeah. But you got to understand that, you know, every, every parts of the world, there's beautiful... And there's there's the worst parts, so that was that, that's where you know all that came from. Yeah, because you, like you said, you grew up in a it's, I'd say a bad part of town. It's pretty much the hood, you know, where yeah. I was at. Uh, right now, like if you go to Puerto Rico and you try to go to that spot, you might come in, you might go in, but you might not come out. Wow, so. that's crazy. Yeah, and then to come here to PA, like you said, that a transition of it is pretty peaceful and quiet, you know. It is, and probably a huge culture shock. I mean, was it? It was, it was, um, because at that time, you know, I, I don't want to sound racist or anything, but at that time, it was just all, you know, pretty much like Caucasian white people. Oh, back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yes, well, yes. Yeah, farmland. And farmland, and all yeah, that. Sure. Yeah, so it, 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 was, it took me a lot to adjust, you know. Yeah, horse and so, buggies. Horse I never seen that before. I never dude. seen that before. Dude, that's crazy. I horse saw buggy. horse. There was a lot of horses, wild horses in Puerto Rico, okay. so I, I'm used to the horses. But the horse and buggies, No. The the quiet life, no, no, you know, so yeah, wow. So I mean, that definitely left an impact on you. Yes. Um, and you had mentioned seeing snow for the first time. You fell in love with it. It's funny because I feel like all the locals here are going to be like, maybe not everybody, but yeah. they hate the snow, you know, because you got to show. Well, it. now, like me living out here for you know like twenty yeah. plus years, it's is I beginning I'm beginning to hate it because I I I, I want that snow back then, you know, I, I want oh. those. You want the big snow? I want the big snow. I, I want that. I'm kind of with you on that one. I'm not going to lie. Know, like, it's been a while. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If it's going to snow, why not go all yes, out? You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why have a couple inches of snow, two Just, to three inches, turn it all into slush is like a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to shovel it. You got to exactly. be careful driving. Yeah. But if it's, you know... 30 some inches or three, four, five feet. I want to have fun in it. Yeah, no you one's know? going anywhere. Right. Exactly. You just snowed in. Yeah. That's it. I'm with you. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. <clears throat> I mean, you, you, you get here, boom, snowstorm of 96. Yes. Then, you know, we go to Lebanon High School, mm-hmm. middle school probably at that time. Um, yes. Yeah. So, what was what was that experience like? Middle school, middle school, middle school experience was, uh, it was neat to me. It was a transition um, because when I was in Puerto Rico, I was in elementary school, came out here. I had to redo my fifth grade year, so I did a little bit of elementary school because I didn't know English or anything like that. So I had to redo that. Uh, well, my mom told me that she she was the one that held me back. Oh, you know, shout out to mom though. She right? did the right thing. She you know did. I mean? She like, did. She did. Yeah, I didn't know any English, but you know now it's like I don't have the perfect English, but no, it's really good. We're talking off air too. Yes. Like you're well spoken, and um, it's funny. My, I had to go through a I don't want to say similar <laughs> thing, but I went to Lebanon Catholic yes. for like third grade and i know it's gonna sound silly but and some people know some people don't but i had to i, I repeated third grade at uh it was a lebanon oh, what's lebanon elementary school southeast yeah yeah that's where i went to that's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, southeast i did i think it was two years there and then i got in got to cedar crest but yeah. 
because again, at Lebanon Catholic, they weren't teaching what Lebanon school district was teaching. Exactly. So my mom's like, you should stay back. And it's, yeah. Yeah, because then as I got older, you know, kids would be like, "You're a year older than us. Why aren't you up with them?" And I'm like, "Well, oh, yeah. it is what it is." Uh, but yeah. but so, you know, your mom's like, "Hey, this is what's best for you." Yes. So she told me I gotta repeat my fifth grade year. Uh-oh. Well, I just found out <laughs> earlier. You know, I found out that she she was the one that held me back. So I did that. You know, went on to sixth grade, and and it was a a different you know vibe. I grew up. You know, I had all my friends and all that stuff. You know, made friends. But it, it it was great, and at that time, you know, doing my whole middle school year, that's when I truly found out that I was going to be an artist someday. Okay. Yes. Uh, my brother, my oldest brother, during middle school, I used to look over his shoulder, you know, Peter, you know, shout out, shout out to Peter, you know, he's I, I love that guy. I was the one that always, I was always looking over his shoulder, you know, during my middle school years, you know, trying to learn a lot, you know, what's, you know, painting, drawing yeah. and all that stuff and that's when i won my first ever award really yes okay yes uh 2004 2004, 2004. do you remember what you what you painted um no it, so so at that time they started doing something with the cultures you know so they were giving awards to you know best you know artist different awards to different people of okay. of color yeah you know so i was one of them um i forgot my teacher's name but she she was the one that was like hey i need you to come in after school it's gonna be an award ceremony and this and that and you're one of them i'm like okay whatever i didn't know what i was gonna win right okay know? yeah yeah so i was there and she called my name up jonah padilla you know well on the plaque, it says John. John, oh, John, no. John Padilla. How, you know? did, how did they mess that up? I, I don't know. Dang. I, you know. Come on, love. My, 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 my school years, I've been called John, Johnny. Uh, the most recent one, and yeah. I know Powers and all the coaching staff is going to laugh about this, okay? Mm-hmm. We were going up to, uh, oh, my God. I forgot what school we were playing. But we went to um, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. Oh yeah, we oh, went to man. Chick-fil-A and I and I uh I told him my name, Jonah, J O N A, you know, yeah. I spelled it out for them and Jonah, all that. yeah. Yes. I mean, even I was like it's Jonah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> spelled it out for them and all that stuff. So my food comes up and the lady looks at me, looks at the bag, looks at me and was like, "Uh, John John Joanna?" No. Joanna. Joanna. <laughs> Yes, Joanna. How do you get Joanna. <laughs> I know. Yes. What? So Joanna stuck with all the coaches. No. Yes, all oh. the coaches. So this was like, was this early in the season or this was the, this was early in the season? Oh, dang. Yes. So they yeah. the whole way they the rode whole, that. the whole season, <laughs> you know. And I'm I'm thinking it was gonna die down. Right. No. 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 They were on my ass wow. all the time. Joanna, Joanna come on, Joanna. Joanna. <laughs> Joanna. Oh, Man, yeah. Chick Fil A, you guys got to do better. They, they have. They're to. like normally the standard. Chick Fil A. Yes. yes. Yeah. Joanna. But yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, throughout my throughout yeah. my years, I've been called different names: John, Joanna, Johnny. You know, yeah. like everything. But um, she called up my name, and I see the plaque, and it's uh, best art, best artist. You know, two thousand and four. Um, I don't have it here, but it was one of my 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 deepest, my first ever. You know that 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 means something to me. So, I still have the plaque. It's. Do you? Yeah, I still have the plaque. It's in my shop right now. I was going to say, is it? Is oh, yeah, it's hung shop? up. Yeah. yeah, so everybody can see it. That's Man, awesome. 2004, that was my very, very first. Yeah, that's you know, where it all award. started. That's where it all started. So I was like, you know what? I might have something to do with this art that I'm doing. 
then I grad then I graduated uh, to high school, you know, and that's when I really got into sports, you know. That's perfect segue because played multiple sports: football, basketball. You yes. ran track, played baseball, and then yes, maybe even some boxing. Which did a little bit of boxing. We could talk yes. about yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, because that, that's all I did in Puerto Rico, you know, I did either, it was either boxing or baseball, boxing or baseball, that's what I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to go to the pros for some, okay. for one of those two sports. So I came out here and did a little bit more boxing at, um, I'm not sure if you remember Terry Warner, Warner's Gym. That sounds so familiar, yeah. where, where was that? Uh, Warner's Gym was right there uh, by, right before the bridge on 9th Street. Yeah, okay. Yeah, to, the left, yeah, to the yeah, left, to the left, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was a little, there was a little, uh building and it was warner's gym up there you okay. walk up the steps and it would look like a rundown building but yeah. it, was, it was a boxing but it was nice inside That's yeah, it was, awesome. it, it, yeah it was i did that for about five years wow yes where it was like and we'll get back to the high school sports mm-hmm. but was your thought maybe go pro with boxing yes. yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted to i wanted to go pro i wanted to do amateur whatever it was um, yeah. and i got into one little one little fight outside the gym and he told me that i can't box anymore Wow, it probably yeah. was like hit hard. Right? It it did hit hard. It did yeah. hit hard. Um, growing up, I was pretty much a troubled kid. You know, didn't know my ways around anything because I also grew up without a father. So my father was never in my life, and and I had, you know, once I got to high school, that's when I started settling down. My brother Benny got on my ass and was like, "Yo, better buckle up, or you're not gonna go nowhere." Yeah. So like your older siblings kind of played the role yes 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 Uh, so so a lot of people don't know benny is younger than me benny's younger than you benny's younger than me yes okay just by a year oh all right so you're close yes 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 so i called him my younger older brother that's right that's what i call him (laughs) yeah because he's so damn tall he is yeah yeah he is so he got got my dad's jeans because they're i got my mom's jeans because i'm short (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so yeah yeah, he told me i had to buckle up and, and you know Get serious. Get serious if yeah. I want to do anything, you know, in life. And that's why me and my brother were, were so close. Do you remember what the fight, like, just, just had a just it, it, it was or? It was somebody that was also training in the gym, and he wanted to test me. So why didn't you do it in the gym? That's, like, why, that's why I told him. I'm like, yo, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, we, we, we could spar. Right, that's know? what I'm thinking. We, yeah. could, we, could spar, we could have a sparring session and all that. But he was like, nah, nah, you know what? Let's just do it outside. I was like, all right, gloves yeah. off. Boom. Did anything happen to him? Do you remember? Like no, nothing. I I really don't remember. Yeah. You know, because as soon as I hit the, you know, Warner told me I can't come back anymore. I was just devastated. I was like, you know what, whatever. I'm out. Never heard from the kid again. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you mind talking about? There's a lot of people listening and and you know future listeners that might be in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and don't have a father or a, a role model like that to look up. So. <clears throat> What was it for you, or how did you? I mean, you're successful. You have your own business, which we're going to talk about. What do you attribute to, to that? Without having a, a father, having a father is hard. Like I, I know of my dad. I finally met him two years ago when me and my wife took a trip to Puerto Rico. And growing up, you you had to grow up fast since you didn't have that male figure in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my stepdad, but he was in really nothing you know i love him yes because he he uh he was in my life for six years but was he a real good father to me no not really so i i had to grow up fast my brothers had to grow up fast i had to look up to my older brother you know for guidance and um 
I, I see some of the friends that I that I had growing up during middle school, you know, and I was jealous of that because I, I wanted that. I wanted a dad that can tell me, hey, you're doing this wrong. Hey, you need to buckle up, you know. So so it was hard for me crying at night sometimes because that's all I wanted. I wanted, you know, to look to my side and, hey, this is how you change a tire. This is how you change the oil to your car or right. whatever. Those man things. Yeah. Those the, guy things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So my mom, she she knew that we were getting older, so she had to step up and she played both roles, you know, all by herself. Raising four boys all by herself. God bless her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She 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 is a she's she's my hero, you know. She's, she's your rock. Yeah, she's my rock. I got give my, you know, everything to her. So she played both roles. She told me how to you know, how to pretty much how to do everything. If I fall, I got to get up, you know. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to mom. That's oh, yes. Let's let's take it back. So your mom, four brothers, yes. all boys. Oh, boys. Like we said, God bless her. She's a saint, <laughs> you know. And then, and then I'm sure you all played sports. I mean, like we said. You're, yes, we all did. You played all these sports. So now what was that like in, in high school? You know, you're still doing the, the art thing. Yes. Take me through kind of like high school. You have a nickname. Flash. Flash. Yes. You know, How did you get that nickname? So so during middle school, um, I wasn't really, <clears throat> excuse me, I wasn't really doing anything with my myself. I didn't know I had these abilities. My brother was the one that introduced me to uh, football, you know, because baseball wasn't really nothing out here at that time. Um, boxing, I had to, you know, I left boxing. Uh, so my brother got me into football. You know, I started playing with the Lebanon Cowboys, you know, for a little bit. And that's why I'm a Dallas fan, okay? Yeah, all right. We, let's just address the elephant yes. in the room because, you know, I always look up uh, the guests a little bit and try to do a little bit of research. So on Instagram, I was scrolling through. I saw you were at uh, Jerry's yes. World. I mean, yes, you were down there. I was. Oh, my God. And, and if you haven't gone there. I haven't. I would love to go oh my God. just to see it. It's it's amazing. And no, I, matter, no matter what fan. Yeah, I was going to say, that's an Eagles fan saying that. I'd like to go see it. No matter what fan base there is, man. It, yeah. it's, it's It's an awesome experience. Yeah. yeah, it's an awesome experience. And then you saw my photo with uh, Jason Kelsey. Yes. I was I was photographing a, a Temple football game. Yes, and they were playing. Uh, oh, geez, bums! I'm going to draw a blank here. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, because he went to Cincinnati. Thank you. Yes, yes, he went to Cincinnati. Yes. So yeah, I just saw him there, and his wife, and I'm like, you know what? This is my shot. Like I'm never going to get this close to the nope. guy. So I went over and I'm like, hey Kelsey, do you mind if we like get a picture together? Oh sure. So you know that's yes. how we got that photo over there. And again, just playing midget football. That's why you became a Cowboys fan. That's how. That's why I became never a Cowboys like fan. Eagles or Steelers nope, or nothing. None of that. Nope. I, I I wore a star. Oh, I, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so, they, so, yeah, they have the stars always okay. with me. You know, I respect it. I respect <laughs> yes. it. So, <laughs> like we're saying too. I mean, Eagles had a fire start. Shit to bed. Your Dallas Cowboys look good. I mean, I was worried. I'm like, man, they're gonna go. They, they go did. all the way. And then I, I didn't get my hopes up though. Yeah. Because every year it's always the same thing. It is. They so choke up. Same so. thing with the Eagles. It's like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They look yeah, promising. So, so yeah, uh, b- back to uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> back to me be, be playing football and all that with uh, my brother. Um, I started to fall in love with football, you know, so I wanted to pursue it. And then go on to middle school, play a little bit of middle school football as well. Shouts out to Mr. Sparrow. He thought that I was a quarterback, but I wasn't no quarterback. He wanted you to be a quarterback? Yeah, he did. He did. What? I don't know. Yeah, he thought that I was going to be the next Lamar Jackson. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but so. Quarterback's no, tough. No. Oh, yeah, quarterback is tough. I would tough. never want that no, position. No, I was like, nah, this is not for me. So the following year, yeah. I changed my position right away. Slot receiver. 
I was a runner. During middle school, how I got the nickname Flash was I wasn't really doing anything during uh, the winter season or the spring season, you know, because um, football just ended and all that. So we had Olympic Day. I don't know if they still have that. What was that like? It was, it was great. You know, that's how I fell in love with the Olympics as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because doing all these events. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. All right. So you'd like so, throw the chopper, javelin, javelin yeah. whatever. So they had all these sprinting events at that dirt track that they have in the middle school. So my teacher goes and says, hey, Jonah, uh, you should sign up to do these running events. And I did them. I lost one race that's it. I came in second place. Oh, but, wow, you're dominating. Yeah, so I was dominating. Yeah. And, she, and she looks at me and she goes, you know what, Jonah? You remind me of this comic book character named The Flash. So I had my, you know, my one of my closest friends, uh, his name is Levi, and he overheard that. So that's all he kept calling me was, oh, your Flash, your Flash, your Flash. I'm like, yo, that's not my name. You know, so I wanted to know who this Flash character was. I looked him up, started reading the comics, fell in love with The Flash. So yeah. the name stuck. You know, ever since. So that's why. That's awesome. That's why I got the nickname Flash because I was just, I was fast. You're fast. Faster was than fast. anybody. Uh, not faster than anybody. So. Yeah. So throughout sports, what was your favorite sport? Like, what did you like to play the most? So. Would you say football? No, actually, not. No. No. Oh, that's surprising. You know, it is. It is. Yeah. Like, I love football. You know, if I could play it again, I would do it all over again. But when I got up to the high school and I knew that I could race up against anybody, you know, that's where track came into play. I couldn't play baseball. I got cut from the team or whatever, you know. Long story, don't want to get into it. So. Okay, I was going to I was yeah. just going to ask Yeah, like, I don't want to get into okay. it. They had uh, a lot of favoritism, you know. So oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's politics and bullshit. Yeah. Like that. So yeah. I'm like, "All right, whatever. I was crying since I couldn't make the team." And the track coach comes up to me and was like, "Hey, why don't you try out for track? You know, I heard that you were fast." My brother was already on the track team, Benny. Go up there and started running track, fell in love with it, doing the 100, 200. <sighs> Four by one, four by four. Oh man! Oh yeah! Oh. All the sprinting events. Yeah, all the yeah. sprinting. All events. the sprinting oh, events. Man. Give give it to me. You no, know. no, not for oh, me. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that must have made you feel good though, as you know, being a young athlete. That the track coach came to you and was like, "Hey, I heard you're you're fast. You're an yeah. athlete. You know, why don't you try track?" Yes. Like, that had to boost your. You know, it it, it, it did. So yeah. I was like, I, I don't want to run. I, I don't want to run for long distance. You know, all that stuff. So he was like, "No, no, it's not all about that." You know, there's there's short distance events. So I was like, "All right, whatever." Go out there and ran in my freaking feet. Boom. That's it. And my brother was like, hey, look, we could do something here. And we did. Nice. All right. Oh, so yeah. track was your favorite. Track was my favorite. Very yeah. cool. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Powers, don't hold it against him. Yeah, don't hold it you against know. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's take a sip break. You're doing phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. I was, yeah. I was, I was nervous earlier. Yeah, I know. I was, yeah, I, but was. I mean, now you're like a natural. I think it's better than me. You should be over here. And, you know, seriously. Um, I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... You know, when did you realize that you were pretty good at tattooing? Like, do you remember your first tattoo? During high school, I got my first tattoo. And um, is it on your arm or is it's it on my arm? It's covered up now. Like, okay. I, I was, I drew it and I didn't like it, you know, years later. Okay. So, what was it? It was just a cross, you know, just saying one, one love mom. Oh, okay. That's it. Mom tattoo. Yeah, that's mom a good first yeah, one, right? That's a good first one. Yeah, she gave sure. me permission for that one first. There you go. Yes. That's for everybody listening. Yes. Get permission. She gave me permission for my first that's one. That's awesome. And then basketball season, I got my initials on my calves. And okay. I, I knew, I, like, I'm like, yo, you could put art on your body? Like, this is what I want to do, you know? Tattooing came after I graduated, all right? I had a minor setback after I graduated, 
I wanted to go to college. I wanted to do something with sports and all that stuff. And it kind of set me back. I got in a little trouble, ended up doing a little bit of jail time. When I was in there, that's when my true art ability came in. You know, so I'm getting, I, hate, I hate talking about it. But um, when I was in there, drawing all the time, sitting in a jail cell, all that stuff, you know, I, 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 it wasn't for me. I was like, I'm going to get out and I'm going to do something. Yeah, make something. Yes. So yeah. I got yeah. out. Two, 2010, I got out. My wife stuck with me throughout the whole time, you know, that I was in there. And she gave me my first tattoo machine. Didn't know what it was at first, you know. So um, it was hard for me to get a job because of the background that I had. I was applying here and there. Couldn't get a job. Finally got a job, warehouse job, you know. And I was doing good at it. I was six months into it. My wife gives me my machine uh, February for a Valentine's Day gift, you know. And my brother, my little brother, the youngest one, he's like, yo, you should give me a tattoo, give me a tattoo. I'm like, no, 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 I, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. Yeah. So he's like, yo, you already know how to draw. You already know how to paint. You know, you already know how to do all this stuff. Yeah. It's going to come easy. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just I'm on scared. the body now. Yeah. Exactly. So he kept bothering me and bothering me and bothering me. And, um... <clears throat> I finally caved in and I said, you know what? Okay, let's do it. So I gave him his first tattoo and it was a couple stars on his arm. Okay. <laughs> he still has them. Does he? Yeah. He does, that's you know? awesome. <laughs> he still has them to this day. And um, I was like, oh, okay. Wow. So he showed everybody and everybody started messaging me, hitting me up. I was like, yo, Jonah, let me get a tattoo. Let me get a tattoo. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not that good. You know, I just, I just doodle. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It was never supposed to take off. It was just because my wife was like, here, here, have fun. Do whatever you want to do with it. Forward it, you know, fast forward six months. Six months into it, I quit my full-time job that I had. Yeah. And I was like, I need to pursue tattooing because everyone's hitting me up. I think I can make a little bit of money on it. She goes and says, I will support you in whatever you want to do. Okay? Boom. So my oldest brother was dating... Uh, some girl, and she used to get tattoos by somebody. So I kept telling her, I'm like, hey, figure out if she could teach me how to tattoo, you know, this, this lady. And she was like, no, I'm not going to pick up an apprentice or nothing like that. So I was like, crap, man, what am I going to do? So I'm tattooing in my, you know, we didn't have a basement, so I was tattooing in, in, in a room. <laughs> in the house. It. In the house. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It was a yeah. room in the house. And it was Gonna be our 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 my firstborn. It, it was his room, you know. Okay, it was, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. nursery. But you weren't using it for nothing. So <laughs> no, we weren't yeah. using it at first for yeah, nothing. Yeah. So I'm yeah. tattooing in my son's, you know. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So making a little bit of money, doing okay, and I was like, and I kept, you know, being annoying to that lady. I'm like, hey, I really want to learn. I really want to learn. Please, yeah. like, get to the next level. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Fast forward three months later, she took me as an apprentice. You know. Wow. Oh yeah. Took me as an apprentice. I learned a little bit, you know, not from her. Long story, not going to get into it. She got rid of me. All right, so I was looking over a, a great buddy of mine. His name was Aaron Zimmerman. Shout okay. out to Aaron. Looking over his shoulder and learned a lot from him, you know. Left that shop, went to Touch of Ink. Uh, I was at Touch of Ink for about uh, maybe about a year, learning a lot. Jeff Steger. I don't know if you ever heard the name, Jeff Steger. Yeah. Yeah, it was my boy, Jeff Steger, shouts out. Uh, Him, learned a lot from him. Left there, 
and just started, you know, left pretty much didn't leave the tattoo world, but went back to working because I wasn't really making money. So got a part, got a part time job. And yeah, all that. I was gonna say with a child on the way. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. So yeah. I had I had to you know pick it up. You know, so, so you went back to working at like a warehouse. or Yes, working? I did. I did. So I went back to working as a warehouse just for a little bit. You know, well, I was gonna say too, and and I don't want to cut you off, but I want to talk about some things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, while. You know, you don't want to talk too much about it, but while you're in jail, I'm sure like your creative, your drawing, that was probably like an outlet for you. Yes, you it know was. What I mean? To express yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so being in that cell, you know, just dueling, you know, that, that true art ability came out. So I knew that I wanted to do something with my art. If it was being a fashion designer, because I also wanted to be a fashion designer. Okay. I had a, during middle school, I had like a little book. You know, no way. Filled with pages of just dresses. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. that's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, what? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, well, you definitely got style. You know, uh, I can see it. I, yeah. I try. I try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I had a book, and it was filled with uh, a lot of like dresses, female dresses. You know, I, I wanted to be a fashion designer, and I gave that up because one person saw it, and I'm sorry, but he called me gay. You know, I don't want to offend anybody. So he was like, he was like bullying you. Yeah, he was bullying me. So. Yeah. What I did, yeah. I took that book and I threw it away. No, yes. dude, that would be something if you had that. Exactly. To have in the shop. Yes. Like, so I had that book. I threw it away, and and I see a lot of like fashion designers that are you know millionaires, billionaires, and all. I'm like, yeah. man, I could have been one of those. You could have, yeah, for <laughs> you know, sure. So. Dang, it's amazing how like especially when you're younger, the influences that other kids have. Like, if anybody's listening, and you're in middle school, high school, I don't know who who all listens. The age yeah. age group ranges, but like, dude, just. Be nice to everybody. Oh, yes, like, yes. Your words can really affect people. Words words do hurt. Yeah. Words, words do hurt. They can change someone's know? whole whole course of, of life, you yes, know? Yes, um, you know. So, you, you know, you're, you're doodling, you're drawing, you're kind of like honing in on your craft, you know? Yes. You, you know you love doing it. Then you get the warehouse job. You get out the warehouse job. Your wife, uh, would that, is that Heather? Yes, Heather. Heather, shout Heather. out to Heather. Phenomenal. Oh, she, yeah. she gets you the tattoo gun, the equipment, yes. the machine. But man, a warehouse job—that must like suck the soul it out. Sucked. Of it sucked. Yeah. It, it did suck because I had a I had a setback. Because this is what I wanted to do. Like, right? I wanted to pursue tattooing. So, once once I had that minor setback, I was like, you know what? Let me just go full force. And she was in it. Um, I didn't start making money, you know, until maybe a year or two later. Yeah. After I got my clientele up, you know. So. So when would this have been roughly? What time is this now? Uh. I'm going to say 20, 2013, because we already had our second child. Okay. Yes. So 2010, I had my first child. 2011, I had my second. And then her and I, we kind of like uh, split up for a little bit. And that's when I uh, had to step back to go back to a warehouse job. And then I was like, you know what? No, I can't do this. I, I, I can't. You'd be lying to yourself to go back to that job. Exactly. Because it's not who you are. Exactly. You know, it's not who you're meant to be. Yes. Yeah. So during that time, I was getting a haircut by Ty and Nigel. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. On Cumberland Street? Right there. At their, uh, at their well, place? One, 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 uh, oh, it was, it was, oh, it was uh, him, Hemis. Hemis. Yeah. So I was were, in there once. I went yes. there. Yeah, yeah. That was the first yes. time I met Ty. <laughs> so they were both working When there. I had hair. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they knew that I was tattooing a little bit. Okay. And they knew that I was getting a lot better. So they were like, yo, why don't you ask uh, Brad to see if he could, you know, get you a spot up there. I'm like, ah, no, no, whatever. I'm like, if you talk to him, that's fine. So I received a phone call from Brad 
calls me up. He's like, hey, man, I hear that you're a good tattoo artist. Would you like to start your own little business? And I was like, shit, let's do it. Yeah. You know, I want to get back into it. So I, I was I was still tattooing a few people here and there mm-hmm. during during my little setback where I was working out of the house. Out. Yeah. So um, my my ex at the time was like, because uh, me and Heather we kind of split up, and my ex goes and says, "If you take this job, you and I are no longer going to be together." What the tattoo job? Yes. So she's right away shooting you down. Yes. She's not letting you chase yes. your dreams. And it was because you yeah. know, because she knew that Heather was the one that started this whole thing for me. Oh, so it's like a... Like it was a little jealousy. Jealous thing. Yeah. So I was like, jelly. man, whatever. Like, yeah. this, this is me. This is what I want to do. Right. You know? You clearly so. have a talent for it. I mean, since since middle school, you know, yes. people have been telling you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I told him, I'm like, yes, let's do it. I want to meet up. Boom. And he was like, yo, okay. I met up with him, and it was like the whole upstairs of Hemi's. Okay. It was going to be me. So Whoa. we started painting, remodeling, and all that. And... um. Yeah, because I never, I never been upstairs. I was just in in Ty's area, so the owner, the owner of Hemi's is like, "Hey, I'm gonna set you up with yes. your whole spot up upstairs. Yep. That'd be oh, all yeah. you, all me." Wow. Boom. And I was like, "Oh crap!" You know, let's do it. Yeah. So, ended up doing that, and me, me and Heather got right back together, and we started building our own little business. You know, from then on, I was like, "This is what, what I'm called for." You know, because mm-hmm. everyone's out here for, you know, they got a purpose in life, right? Oh, for sure. I believe yeah. that. So I'm like, this is my calling. I'm going to go in, balls deep, boom. Yeah. That's it. Go all in. I yep. like it. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So we did that. And it started to, it started to, to explode, man. People were, you know, yo, you got to go to Jonah. You got to go see Flash. Yo, you got to do this. You got to yeah. do that. And I was like, hey, babe, like, th- this is going to be something, you know? So... We, we we did that. I was uh, was with him for, I was up there. I'd say maybe about two two years, almost three, and then I was stuck, you know, because I wanted to learn a lot more. Okay. All, all I was doing was just little lettering stuff, little butterflies, all the typical small tattoos that you can get. I, I don't want to say basic, but like the starter stuff. Like yes, exactly. kind of easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I was okay. stuck. I wanted to learn a lot more. You know, so I, I decided to look everywhere to see where I can go to a shop that I can learn and I can expand, you know. So I finally uh, found uh, addiction tattooing. Yeah. Uh, Lisa. Lisa okay. Howard. And I asked her. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. That uh, is that, Are they still? They used to be below the, the quality. The quality. In. In. Quality in, days yeah. in, whatever. Yeah, yes. I think everybody's had a couple drinks in there, a couple <laughs> yes, parties in yes, there. Yes, yeah, yes. okay. So I know where you're at. So I was there. And I was with her for about, I'm going to say about five, four, four to five years with her. And I, I learned a lot. And, and shout out to her, man. She, she's a great artist. So I decided to, to break away from that and, and go somewhere else because I wanted to learn a lot more. You know, so then I ended up going with 717, you know, 717 Tattoo. Did that for a little bit, for almost a year and a half. Pandemic happens. Boom. That's it. Yeah, changed everything. Changed everything. Pandemic happens, and pretty much every business, every small business, you know, unessential worker, whatever you yeah, want to call uh, them. Yeah, that nonsense. Yes. Yeah. That stopped everything, and it, it put a hold on us. So I was like, man, we just got this house. You know, we have our family. You know, we're building everything up, and I don't want to stop. You know, I 
her and I, we, we decided to use one of the rooms at, at our house and use it as a little tattoo studio. I was tattooing during the pandemic. Nice, know? yeah. We, right right in the pandemic. Yeah, you, know? you got to find a way to make money yes, for sure. Like, Of course, because I didn't want to go back to nine to five. You know, no offense to everybody that's doing a nine to five yeah. job, but, you know, that, that wasn't me. Especially the warehouse thing. I don't see you being in a warehouse. No. 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 <laughs> you got to talk. You're more, you know, a people person, you know, plus the creative. I mean, in that's, a warehouse, you just, like I said, you lose your mind, you know. Exactly. You just do the same thing. Same thing over and over again. Yeah. You yeah. wake up, you're like a robot, you know. Exactly. I don't, yeah. want to be, I don't want to be a robot. Yeah. To rewind a little bit, mm-hmm. um, when you were at Hemi's, what do you think was the driving force of like, because you said it really kind of started blowing up for yes. you. What do you think was the reason? The reason is, is I, I was in, a, I was in a, a spot. I wasn't in my house. I wasn't in a basement. I was in an actual business. I was there and I was getting known from the barbers. You know, the barbers were like, "Oh, hey, listen, you could get a cut and you can go upstairs and get They're a tattoo." They're shouting you out, yeah, yeah. You know, so it was like, "Oh, two and two together." You know what I mean? Like, you know, right. bang out. You know, two birds, one two, stone. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it was a lot of word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. You know, a lot of advertising. You know, yeah. um, you know, merchandise, all this and that. So, okay. So I, that's when I started to be like, you know what, I can, I can do something with this. Gotcha. And I, I try taking this to the next level. Fast forward then. Boom, COVID hits. So you you resource back into doing it at home because you got to make money. Yes. And you don't want to lose everything you just learned exactly. by not practicing. Yes. Yeah. So while I was at 717, they treated they treated 717 treated it as a job. Okay. You know, it wasn't like, you know, you go there, tattoo, have fun, interact with everybody. It was almost like a nine to five job. I wasn't liking that. You know, I was getting a paycheck every week. You know, everything that, excuse me, everything that I make, they'll take half of it. You know, oh. so it was like I was losing a little bit too. So it's kind of like for, because again, I don't know the tattoo world, but it's like hairstylists, right? They can rent a chair. Yes, that's kind of what. Yes, it was pretty much okay. what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, but for seven one seven, they were doing percentage, taking every fifty percent of everything that I make. Fifty percent. Yes. Oof, yeah. That sounds so steep. It, it is. Yeah. You know, so I was losing a little bit. You know, so then during the pandemic, I was doing other things as. You know, woodworking. I was making benches. You oh, know, wow. Just to make a little bit of extra yeah. money. I was, and I, and that's one thing that I found out that I can do. I can do woodwork. How do you, how do you figure that out? Like, I, how, I was how, like, uh, I, I, saw, I saw yeah. a bench on Instagram one day and I was like, I want to make one for my wife. Boom. Made one for my wife. I still have it. You oh, know? wow. It's like the prototype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And she was like, you should make more, you know, but make it, you know, sturdier. Make it with this type of wood. Do this, do that. Yeah. You know how every wife wants something oh, done yeah. around the house. Yeah, especially once stuff. they figure out you can do it. You're exactly. Good, if you're good at it. That's the thing, guys. Oh, know, man. Uh, yeah, don't let your wives know that you're good at something like exactly. cleaning the house or this and that. Because then all of a sudden it's like. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm also good at sewing. So that she's always wants me to sew something. <laughs> so, and, and then it, yes. it goes back to exactly. the, the journal. Like, yes. man, you were uh, you're born to be a creative. So. Yes. I, I knew I was sent out here for a reason. You know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't know I was going to do the, all this. Yeah, so during the pandemic, doing that, doing benches and all that stuff, selling, I sold a few benches, man. It, it was it was good. I, I, want, I want to continue doing that too, uh, eventually, not now. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you got a lot going on, which yes, we'll, we'll yes. get into. With, oh yeah, uh, with the business. So um, then, yeah. six months into the pandemic, I told her, I'm like, hey, I think it's time for us to open up our own shop. You know, six and months into the pandemic. Six months into the pandemic, was she know? looking at you like you're crazy? Or no, what? we yeah. we both was like. 
I think it's time. You know, she wasn't looking at me crazy because she was the one that started all this for me. So she was, you know, ride or die. We started looking at spots. We found one that we really like right there in Palmyra, uh, the corner, busy street, nice. busy, busy intersection. So I called the guy up right away and I said, hey, I really like this spot. What's my next step? What can we do? You know, and everything pretty much went high, skyrocketed, all the prices and all that stuff. And it was well worth on my pay rate, you know, you know, price range. I sent them all my information and all that. I uh, went and her and I, we went and looked at that at the spot. There was already a business there. But the lady that was there, she gave us a little tour. It was not a big, big shop, but it was something that I can start out with. And I was like, babe, I think we could do this. I'm like, you know, it's in our price range. Let's let's just do it. You know, she goes, all right, let's go. Boom. Filled out the application and all that. Didn't hear nothing from him. Didn't what? Hear, yes, didn't hear nothing from him. Didn't hear nothing from him. And I kept bothering him. Like, what's going you know, on? Hey, yeah. what's going on? Did you get my application? Boom. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're looking at it. We, we're showing it to two more people and see how they are. No, oh, damn. Yes. The lady goes and calls the guy up, you know. They gave you a tour. The, yeah, they gave okay. me a tour. He, and she said, because the guy... You know, he tell he told me, you know, that the lady pretty much gave you this spot. Wow, yes. she's like, it goes to it the goes Jonah. to this guy. Yeah, it goes yes. to this guy. It goes yeah. to this guy. He deserves yes. it. I want him to have it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it, and it was the way that I presented myself. You know, people wanted to turn into a little, you know, vape shop or whatever oh, it was. No. Yeah. So so many vape shops. Yeah. So because I'm next to a vape shop, so they wanted they were gonna do another vape shop, so they didn't want that. And the lady goes and says, "Hey man, this is the guy. He he's very." You know, presentable. He's a people person. This and that. Yeah. Like boom. So the guy message, you know, calls me up and says, "Hey, hey, can you get this amount of money, you know, and send it to me, and it's yours." Wow. Like up front. Like this up front. Yeah. 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 And I was like, all right. I was like, give me two weeks. Give me two weeks, and and, and I can do it. And I can do it. Uh, for right now, take it off the market. I want this spot. And he's like, all right, cool. Dude, that's phenomenal. Shout out to that that lady. You know, because again, that's <laughs> yes. again, that's a confidence boost. Like she saw something in you. Yes. Because you right, you probably never met her before. She was I like never a total met her. Stranger. Yeah. Never met her before. But she's like, and this is the guy that yes. needs this spot. Oh yeah. That's, isn't that crazy how the world works? Like exactly. how things work out. Yeah, man. So like, being nice goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. and yes. be yourself. That's be who yourself. you are. Though. That's who yeah. you are. You have to be yourself. As soon as as soon as you came in, I'm like, oh, we're, this is gonna be a good episode. Like that's got that feeling, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, let's take a sip break. I wanted my wife to be here, man. I wanted to, so you can meet her too. Well, we can always run it back, and I got a, I got a second mic. We can get right? on the mic. Seriously, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, well, I mean, and this is what got me. I texted you. I said, hey, you're still good? Yeah, I'm good. And you're like, I'm, I'm nervous, right? Yes. A lot of guests come on, and, and they'll be sitting in the same chair you are, and they're yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And in your case, like, dude, you're tattooing. It's permanent on people's skin. It is. That's, to me, nerve-wracking. Oh, every tattoo that I do to this day, I still get nervous. Yeah. But I this still, is nothing. I mean, you're yeah. you're like a pro. No, I'm not a pro. <laughs> well, a lot of guests have said the same thing. Everyone's like, oh, I'm so nervous. And I feel like, as humans, it's just natural yes. to be nervous. Because something different, something new. But, like, to me, it's like, it's not... You're not doing surgery. You're not. But, but, you, just, but you're putting you're putting art, man. Like it, well, you are. Yeah, I am. Yes. I won't want to do what you're doing. <laughs> this the podcast thing. Oh yes. It's not as, as nerve wracking as people people think, especially once we we get going. Yeah. But uh, Heather, so what does she do? Like, what's gonna what's her role? So boom, you get the you get the building. Yes. Start to remodel and everything, and you you open up the tattoo parlor, uh, a piece of perfection tattoo studio yes so take me through like that whole experience you know what's heather's role is she in it full-time with you like so 
at, at the time, um, when when we got the building, she was a full time LPN, and she still she still to this day is a full time LPN. When we opened up, we went full force, you know, remodeled some of the stuff, and um, she was taking care of all the business stuff. Okay. I'm just the artist, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So getting the social media up, getting you know our, our business cards, our you know advertisement merchandise all that stuff you know she was doing that you know and getting everything ready doing my uh aftercare sheets my you know my 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 consent forms all that stuff all the important stuff all the important stuff that i lacked at you know so you know and i and she still to this day still tells me hey we gotta do this we gotta do that we gotta do this that's awesome that's yin and yang right there oh yes you know and then um we fast forward a little bit Got the shop up and running. We did a, l- a little soft opening in December um, of 2020, you know, December okay. of 2020. And um, we did a full opening February, you know, so towards the time that she bought me my first tattoo machine. Yeah. I wanted it to be something special that we can remember. So we did a grand opening during in February. Boom. We had so many people come in, a little bit of traffic because they started seeing that you know what what what's what's this spot opening oh, up oh yeah yeah right yeah so then yeah. they started seeing you know our big logo oh a tattoo shop you know there's another tattoo shop you know that just popped up in Palmyra you know so they're like oh we got we got to visit you know mm-hmm. see who these these people are and that's where it took place man and, and thank god 3 years later we're still open the doors yeah. are still open Oh yeah, we're yeah. Uh, we're gonna be going on three years in February. That's awesome! Wow, oh, yes, because it's not easy. I think I forget what the percentage is, but a majority of businesses, I feel like fifty percent or more, within the first year or two. Yes, that's what I heard. Uh, yeah. Your first year, your first and second year are your hardest years, just to keep the door open and all that stuff. But we thank thankfully I made a name for myself, you know, three years ago before I even opened up yeah. know, the shop, and my name was already kind of big, you know, so. That that's why my the business our business my wife and I business, you know strive, you know it, it was up and running right away. Yeah, you know, so you already I, you already had like clientele. I had my clientele. I built yeah. up my clientele. So, you know, thankfully I had that you know under my belt, and, and she was like, you know, if if it fails, it fails, and we'll just start all over again. So yeah. she she was that, you know, w- knowing that it might fail. You know, and if it fails, boom. But you don't know unless you take that step. Exactly. So we took a big step, even during the pandemic when everything was pretty much shut down and all that. We took that big risk and look look at it. Still paying off, yeah. Exactly. And you love what you're doing. I love it. That's the biggest thing. I love it. So how'd you come come up with the name A Piece of Perfection? Uh, (laughs) So A Piece of Perfection. She always looked at my tattoos all the time. She was, she's my biggest, my biggest, biggest, biggest critic, you know? Oh, you could do this better. Oh, you could do this better. Perfect this. Perfect that. Be yourself. You know what I mean? Just a little bit of perfection. Boom. As soon as she said that, that's what I'm going to call it. Perfection. Yeah. And she was like, no, just don't call it perfection. Boom. I was like, uh, everybody in this world always wants to be perfect. They strive for they it. They strive for it. Okay? Yeah. So. 100%. Yeah. So if we just give a little piece. And that's where it came. I'm like, a piece, a piece. of perfection. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. A piece of perfection. And it stuck. You know what I mean? Because she, even to this day, me winning some awards and all that stuff, she still is my biggest critic. Yeah. So she's like, hey, I think you could do this a little better. 
Dang. You know, always she trying to strive. You in line. Oh yeah, yeah. always oh, yeah. try strive for. She she for she is my biggest my biggest supporter, and I and I love yeah. her for that. That's you know? awesome. Yeah, and that's great because I mean to have like she's your she's your rock. You know, your mom's your rock, but then for her to be like, hey do a little better here you know it's like yes. keeps you on your toes oh yes she, yeah. she keeps me on my toes and tells me man like even before i post up a picture or any of my tattoos i don't think you should post it up i think you could get that person to come back for another session and tweak this a little bit boom all right bet always that's phenomenal yeah, yeah. i feel like everybody needs that or if you have somebody like that in your life you can go pretty far yes you know? oh yeah. yes 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 for sure do you remember what your first uh, your first like tattoo was that you did in your studio? Actually, yes, I do. My first tattoo that I did, and she's gonna be mad. Well, she she was mad because she was supposed to be my first client at the studio, but I ended up doing this one guy that came in and he wanted on his forearm. And uh, if you go if you scroll back on my Instagram, you'll see it. It's two doves with roses and stuff, and I was like. Boom. Let me put it out there. That's my first tattoo that I did in the shop. She was a little upset about that. Oh, Heather wanted to be <laughs> yeah. the first. She wanted to be the first oh, one. Yes, yes. Joni, you did her dirty. I like know. That. I know. <laughs> but I, I had to. Yeah. I had to, you know, yeah. make money. <laughs> uh, was there a reason for Palmyra? It's just like that was that was the spot. I, there, there is a reason. And number one reason was in Lebanon, there's so many shops that just popped up out of nowhere. There's a lot. Yeah. You know, there's there's great artists and there's like, you know, the the... Not so great. You know, I, don't, I don't talk bad about nobody. I know you got to start from. I started from the bottom. Yeah, everybody starts. Yes. Yeah. So I don't talk crap about no other artists. You know, you know, more power to you guys. If you know whoever's listening, if you're an artist, continue doing it. You'll get there someday. You know, and don't give up. So that that's why Palmyra. I at first I was gonna go all the way to Hummelstown because there's really nothing out there. Yeah. I, I didn't know if there was anything out there. So to yeah. my eyes, there was nothing out there. Make a little business. It's close to Harrisburg, you know, so get a lot more traffic. And then the spot in Palmyra just came into play, and it's busy street. One shop was only there. So I was like, you know, let me be the second shop. That, that, that's why I moved to Palmyra. There's nothing against Lebanon. I just I just didn't know if I was going to get that busier or that more of a clientele. Yeah, with all the competition here. Exactly. Locally, for yeah, sure. So, like, if, if you count, there's at least 10 11 new shops it, it does seem like tattoo parlors you know phone stores opening yes. up you know or or the vape or you the know? vape shop yeah now that's kind of dying down i think it's a little as, bit as big as it was but yes yeah that's a smart move you know you want to do what's best for for your family for for the oh, business yes. you know why if you can just go right to palmar i mean you got hershey there you're still close to lebanon mm-hmm. you know um i still yeah. ha- i still have my clientele from lebanon but i i, I got more clientele from Harrisburg, Hershey. Oh, I bet, yeah. And, and pretty much all over the world, too, So, which is great. Wait, all over the world? Yes. What do you mean by that? Uh, I've, got, I've gotten people coming from Texas, you know, from what? Florida. Yeah, yeah. Are these people like like the Texas? Is that people you met down at the Cowboys game? or? Uh, well, some, some people have family out here, so when they visit, they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get tattooed by Jonah. Dude, so, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, wow. So. That's really cool. Yes. Okay. And, and also, you know, I, I, I've... You know, I met a lot of people during when I go to the tattoo conventions and all that. So, okay. So, yeah. like, wh- what is that like? Where are those at? Uh, so, people, you know, the conventions are everywhere, or everywhere around this world, yeah. you know. So, I, I like to keep it local, you know, as local as I can. So, some of the local clientele can go and visit me doing my work at a convention. So, this week I'm going to Philly 
you know. So, okay. Yep. Villain Arts. So shout out to them. I love those guys. Uh, Villain Arts, uh, their shows are the biggest shows, you know, that I've been to. And, and I, I love it. You know, it's, wow. it's, it's another world. Like you can have a booth or you just kind of go in and. Yeah, yeah I'll have a booth and, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'll be tattooing. You're going to be tattooing? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. For, so is Heather going to come along to do like social media and stuff? Like, yeah, yeah. Get some photos she, yeah she, she takes photos. She takes yeah. videos, all that stuff. So Nice. Oh, yeah. So so speaking of convention, like now if we could get into that, my first award that I that I won was at a yeah. convention. Besides my my award that I won in middle school, my very first award is when I went with Lisa to one of these tattoo conventions and I'm tattooing, you know, not knowing anything, you know, not yeah. knowing the the convention world. And I was like, you know what, let me just put this tattoo into it and um I took home second place best comic because I like to do a lot of comic book pieces. Oh, okay. Yes. Spider-Man, Batman. All that stuff. Yeah. So so speaking of Spider-Man, it was one of the Spider-Mans. Uh, her name was Silk. I tattooed Silk on this lady. And um, it took second place. And this is your first time at a convention? My first, No, uh, my second, sec- time. second time. Second time. Se- se- second time at a convention. My first convention was same year, 2017, and we were, we were doing Wildwood. I fell in love with it. I didn't compete. But um, I was tattooing. Okay. Boom. I love the energy. I love me interacting with other artists and all that stuff. And that's what pretty much, you know, drew me to the the other side of this, the tattooing business, of tattooing world. Yeah, the atmosphere. Yes. Atmosphere, man. You know, linking up with a lot of artists and all that stuff. So 2017 was my very first tattoo convention. Didn't compete. And then went on to, they don't have this convention anymore, but it's down in Lancaster. It it was uh, War of the Roses. That sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. War of the Roses. War of the Roses. This tattoo took home second place. And that's when I was like, you know what? If I can compete and win awards and all that stuff, that's what I'm going to do. And since 2017, I've been doing conventions, conventions every year. As much as you can. As much as I can. Okay. I, try, I, I try to do at least five conventions a year. Wow. Um, this year, I'm doing seven. Dang. Oh, yeah. That's a lot on top of, on top of running the shop. Yes. Yes. So wow. I, 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 we, we spread it out. So Wildwood is always our our biggest one. When I shut down the shop for almost a whole week, my wife and and you know our family would go out to Wildwood, and we do a little vacation. And yeah, then yeah. During the weekend, you I'm do working. it up. Yeah, yeah, do it right. Oh, so yeah. yeah, let's talk about uh, the items you brought, and there'll be photos uh, on American Grown <laughs> Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram. But I mean, you have all kinds of plaques. You have a actual trophy. Yes. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about. Them. So 2017 was my first award. I didn't bring that one with. I have gotten a lot of second places, third places, you know, awards, and I've been hunting, you know, a first place award. I'm like, I need to get one. I need to get one. Boom. We went to Cherry Hill 2021, and I threw this little baby Groot on the back baby of Baby Groot? Yeah. Baby Groot. Marvel? The, I yes. love Marvel. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mar- Marvel's. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. I love it. So, wait, on the back of, like, neck? Or no, leg on or? the back of the knee ditch. So Okay. The knee ditch. Yeah. So... <laughs> We did that, and I'm tattooing. I wasn't paying any mind, and boom, hear my name. All right. Shout out to John Abadilla for doing this baby grew, all this and yeah. that. Boom. Did not know. Bam. Because you're in the zone. You're tattooing. I'm everything. in the zone because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also, you know, trying to hustle, trying to get, you know, other people, other clients. Got first place, and, and I was like, man, it felt so great. I was going to say, it what it feel like? Yeah, it felt, it felt so great, you know, winning winning that award. 
little did I know, I won two more awards that same convention. Holy cow. So I brought home three trophies. You, you yeah. cleaned them out. Uh, I didn't clean them out. There, there's, there's there's other artists out there that clean yeah. house, man. Okay. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Like, yeah, that's, so. that's crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, so, so I, I was very proud, you know. Yeah. Me working extra hard, doing what I got to do, be where I'm at today, you know, and winning these trophies and, and right. awards. That was uh, from Cherry Hill 2021. The biggest one, like when you go to these uh, bigger shows, is they're called Villain Arts. I'm pretty sure there's a lot bigger, more conventions, invitational only and all that stuff, which I'll get to this one then. Winning a trophy at a Villain Arts show is big. Okay. You know, so th this is where villain art comes to play. I've been going to Wildwood since 2017, competing since I've been there, you know, right. you know, following years. Didn't win an award, nothing, nothing, nothing. And I kept, I kept going, I kept going, you know. Persistent. Yes. Yeah, you got to be persistent. Yeah. So this past year, you know, I go in and I did one of my best tattoos that I've done to this day yet. There was a whole, took me two days, you know, back to back two days. Two days of work. Two days of work, the back of the leg. Okay. You know, all black and gray with a little bit of color infused. Put that up. I was like, you know what? Let me just put it up. Whatever. If I win, I win. If I don't, you know, I'm I'm just putting my name out there because a lot of oh, people. Oh, for sure. Yes. And from yeah. the years from when I started to now, you could see the difference of the tattoos that I've done when I first started to now. When my name was called, I was like, my jaw dropped. <laughs> you know, because. You're shocked. You're like, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, you're shocked because. Villain Arts, it, they're, they're big. They have shows every month. They have even shows. Every every month shows pretty much every week. They do sure. more than 100 shows, man. Holy cow. Yes. And it's all like big big name tattoo big artists. Big name tattoo stuff. artists. You're yeah. going up bigger people that, you know, that have been tattooing, for, you know, for years. Years and years, yeah. Yes. So you're competing with everybody from all over the world. And you just threw it in like a shot in the dark. You're just Boom. like, there we see go. what happens. Yes. Uh, every, every convention that I do... I, I look at the category, and I'll put it in black and gray. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my specialty, black and gray. Realism, Japanese, whatever it is. Boom, I'll put it out there. The girl that I tattooed, um, she also works for me now. What? So yeah, Jeez. so she she comes to Wildwood with me. Yeah, I tattooed her two days back to back. Man, everybody was loving this tattoo, and I put it up on something else. It didn't win. Put it up on some, something else. Didn't win. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I, starting to question. Like, what? Yeah, it's like, yeah. what happened? Like, everyone loves this. They're like shocked. They're amazed by this piece. Boom. Next thing you know, I'm tat. I'm tattooing my buddy that came up as well, and she comes back with two awards from this Wildwood convention. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, you're lying. <laughs> right. That's not for me. You're yeah. lying. Yeah. You're messing yeah. with me. Oh yeah. My wife is super happy because this is this is one. That I was I was hunting for man like yeah why would I've been there since 2017 and didn't award until last year which is great that's phenomenal man oh yeah wow so I won you got uh, it. uh I see it? best yeah yeah, you yeah. Can. second place best black and gray color infused oh man that's awesome it is very very it, it's cool. it's a great feeling man and then um we're in Wildwood you know so you know how they always have this uh every year they always have best of you know, Lebanon Valley. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. All time. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, why would I get a phone call? Hey, your shop's been runner-up. Wait, now, hold on, hold on. Because yes. you're already on a high. I'm already. chasing this. I've been chasing that, right? So, time. I already knew that I was, I was, so if we backtrack, I already knew that my shop was already in the hunt. Okay. You know, to be best of the best. So, 
I get a phone call and say, hey, congratulations. You know, where do you want this plaque to be uh, sent to? And I wasn't really even paying attention that they called me. I just remember. Because you're just like. Yes. Yeah, so I, 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 cloud nine. Exactly. Yeah. I come home and I see this box. And I didn't know they were going to send me a plaque. You okay. know, yeah. they, they, they was like, hey, Jonah, I want to send you something. What's your what's your mailing address? This and that. You know, I come home to this box and it was raining. So so I was like, man, whatever it's it's ruined. It's ruined, you know. So I open up the box and I'm like, I started shedding tears, man. Yeah, can I can I say this? Yes, yes. I've never. I mean, I've heard of it. I've never held one or seen one in person. Man, so 2023, the official Community's Choice Awards, Lebanon Valley, a piece of Perfection Tattoo Studio Award winner finalist, best tattoo studio. This is legit, dude. Holy cow! So I, I tell I tell my wife and I'm like, babe, look at this. We didn't even know that we were going to place or anything because Chuck's tattooing is the one that's always winning everything. I heard of Chuck before. It's hard to beat Chuck's because they've been in forever, right? He's been here forever. So I know how some of this works because of, you know, me doing it before. Like you go in and you say, oh, best restaurant. Oh, I ate at this restaurant. I love A&M's. Boom. Let me pick A&M. And people were like, oh, people that don't get tattoos. Oh, Chucks, they've been in here. Let me just click on Chucks. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Or they you know, know the name. So yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, Chucks. He's, I've heard he's good. I might I heard, not have went there. but Yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah. So just to, and I have the paper, you know. So being right underneath Chucks, second place yeah. of the best tattoo shop. This is only, what, a year after my studio was open? That says a lot. Yes. Like, the community coming out and, and supporting you. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, so you're just on a high. This I whole, was on a high. Yeah. You know? yeah so I was like, real. oh man, you know, winning winning awards and all that stuff is it, great. But this this was one of my my best ones, man. The, the the choice award. You know that that I know that my wife and I were doing something. Doing something right. So, yes. You know? and, and, and the community around Palmyra as well. You know, in Lebanon and wherever people are coming to get tattoos from, like, I appreciate everybody. And then I'm at Gettysburg, you know, for a tattoo convention and doing Villain Arts, doing Cherry Hill, doing any any other tattoo shop, any any tattoo convention that you could sign up for. It's 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 good. You can sign up, you get in, you're competing. But when I was at Gettysburg, I won an award there as well. I leave Gettysburg and I get a phone call, you know, get a phone call saying, hey, Jonah, we want you to uh, we want to sponsor you. So being sponsored is also something big, you know, in the tattoo world as well, because you get free stuff. They'll pay for a booth. They'll fly you here. They'll do guest spots. Yeah, man. So it's big. I get that phone call. They want to sponsor me. We talk. We sit. I'm a sponsored tattoo artist now. So who um, I'm sorry, back up a little bit. Who who, who called? Like who wanted to sponsor you? I missed that. The, it's it's an aftercare that I use an aftercare product that I use. So I I used it. I met these people in Lancaster of last year. We hit it off. I love their product. You know, best ta- aftercare in, in the game. Honestly, okay. yeah. Uh, it's called Urban Urban's Edge. So Stacy and Dale, uh, they gave me a call. Okay. And I was like, hey man, I love your work. We would love to sponsor you. And I'm like, man, stop lying. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like don't do this to me, man. Like, right. like, don't like where's bo- the camera? Right? Exactly. Like, what don't, are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. So my wife is there and she's smiling. So I'm, I'm, I go out, you know, because I'm packing up to leave, and I go out, and I, you know, I introduce my wife to Dale, and Dale, because Dale was putting his stuff away as well. 
And he was like, yeah, man, like, we'll be in contact with you. We want to sponsor you. We want you to come on to the team and all that. Wow. At first, I was just, I was just a team artist. Now there's levels. I'm a team artist, and now I'm a pro team artist. To get a sponsor, that, that sounds like you've made it at that point, right? Pretty Cause, much. Because, yeah, it's other people that are like, okay, we're going to invest money in you because you've proven yourself. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 So so they're, they're, they're going to do that. But they're, what's great, too, is you believed in their product because you were already using it. I was already correct? using it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, it, so it's a win-win. It's great. It's yeah. great. After care products, man, it, it, it goes a long way. So then I was like, you know what, babe? I won an award. I might be a sponsor. Uh, I might be a sponsored artist. You know, if everything goes great, let's just go out to eat. You know, we're eating, and my phone lit lights up. Okay, and it's a buddy of mine that I met through one of the tattoo conventions, and we're st- we're still good friends. And it's a email, and it says, "Hey, we would like to invite you to come to Puerto Rico tattoo convention." What? Yes. So. <laughs> Being invited to uh, uh, only invite tattoo convention is big because they only invite big name tattooers. Yeah. When I when I looked like how my phone just lit up now, boom, just seeing that and I looked, I was like, hey babe, look, like is this real? Right. Yeah. Pinch me, right? Yes. We yeah. op- we opened it up. Boom. It was a formal wow. invitation. <sighs> Out of billions and billions of people around the world, Puerto Rico. Tattoo convention, you filled what? At least 200, maybe 250 artists. Okay. Out of billions of people around this world, I was one of those 250. You were one. Wow. You know, so it, it felt. It you felt, should have played the lottery after that. That's crazy. <laughs> it, felt, it felt great. You're going, you know, home. It's like full circle. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. so. From, from the streets where exactly. they're killing, they're shooting people, yes. and to come back and perform and do what you love and do your craft. Like, oh, yeah. That's a really cool story. Like, what was that like? You know, the the PR convention. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was it was amazing. A different atmosphere, because you are, in in a room. Well, you know, in a convention center filled with. A lot of talented, artists. Like, yeah. Like you're competing next to these talented artists, and it's, it's like, wow. I'm like, I think you know, I'm I'm still climbing the ladder. Yeah. How did you feel like being around this? this I, I I felt like yeah. a like, and I shoot myself down all the time. And my wife tells me, "Yo, stop cutting yourself short." I'm like, I felt like a mediocre tattoo artist, filled in this room with freaking famous tattoo artists. You know, um, I met one of my all time favorite tattoo artists that's out there. Oh, wow. You know, Steve Butchers, one of my favorite guys, phenomenal tattoo artist. I was fangirling. I told my, I told, I told, I told, I told my <laughs> yeah, wife, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna get a picture with him. Yeah, you got it. And I did. Good. Yeah. One of the, you know, because some people when they start getting famous, they start being arrogant and they be like, oh, yeah, whatever. yeah, they change. Their you know, personality changes. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I, I gotta meet this guy, but I was a little timid, you know. Yeah. Right. So I was like, yeah. hey, man, like, like, I see your work. Your work is awesome, man. I'm a big fan. Right off the bat. You know, the way that he stopped tattooing, looked at me, made eye contact with me and was like, hey, man, thank you. I appreciate it. He went back to tattooing. So I called him when he was not tattooing. And I was like, hey, man, I met you earlier, this and that. Like, you mind if I get a picture with you? Genuine guy, man. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. great personalities, too. 
I'll probably get the chance again because he's he's gonna be up in Philly. So oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's so cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's why that's why these conventions, man. It, it's not just about tattooing. It's about networking. It's about yeah. you know collaborating with other artists and all that stuff. Your style and their style, and you meet them. Hey, why don't you come out here guest spot? Come yeah. to Texas, guest spot from my shop and all that. And I'm still waiting for that phone call. Though, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll come. Right. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Hopefully, man. We put it out in the universe. That's that's the best thing to yes. do. You know. Yes. Yeah. It'll come so, back around. So I'm tattooing. Uh, I'm doing this big piece on this guy's leg, and everybody, everybody is just like, "Wow, man, you're 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 amazing." I'm like, "Nah, man. Like this guy over here is better than me." And he's like, "No, nah, man. Like don't cut yourself short. Like this this is some great work. Great work." And I was like, you know what? Let me just put it up. If I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. I'm like, people will see my work. I put the tattoo up on stage. Big stage, too. Boom. And I'm here, arms crossed, seeing if any, anybody's going to win. It's got to be a little nerve-wracking, too. It is. It is nerve when, when you're competing, it, it gets nervous because... You know, you're competing against, like, everybody. And it's like a piece of you up there. I mean, that's your yes. art. That's what you did. You yes, know? yes, yeah. yes. So I hear my name, third place, you know, for best biomechanical in John Badia. And I'm like, at this invitation? At this. Like, you know? Wow. I'm like, wow. Out of all the 200, 250 people yes. there, you yes. got third place. Third place, man. Wow. Um, but it, it, it was good, man. So so right here, right in December, that was my, my last tattoo convention that I did. Oh, wow. Yes, man. And... and and like I, I, I was speechless, man. I was like, "Wow!" I come here, invite only, sponsored, get sponsored, you, you know, know so. and you get third place out of out of two hundred fifty some, yeah, you know, top of the top of the top of the world. Yes, wow. yeah, because they're all over the world, man. They come from Australia, they come from England, everywhere, man. All these artists, man. There's a lot, a lot of artists out there. Right? Yeah, you're making a name for yourself. Yes, represent, I'm represent I'm Lebanon for sure. I, yes, for sure. Were there any mentors that you want to shout out that have helped you along your journey? Yes. There's two two guys that I look up to, and even though that they don't want to hear it, you know, I call them my father figure. You know, and that's uh, Coach Sparrow, Tim Sparrow. Tim, yeah, Sparrow. Yep, and Coach, uh, Coach Watt, Nicholas Watt. You know, uh, I love those guys. You know, those guys uh, during high school and, well, my middle school and high school, they were the ones that, that put me under their wing and – you know, show me the ropes on how to be a gentleman, you know, how, you know, how, how to act, you know, so, so they, they taught me a lot. And to this day, I could call them up. Hey, how do I do this? Yeah. What do I got to do here? Shouts out to, to both of them, you know, both yeah. of my coaches that they took the time. They were there. They were there for you. Yeah, yes, they, they were. were. Yeah. And they never, even after they found out that I went to jail for a little bit, they never turned their backs on me. Wow! Yeah, no, they stuck never, with you. Yeah. They stuck with me. I started uh, started coaching youth sports and stuff, so I learned a lot from them. I'm actually, you know, coaching Sparrow's uh, kid. No way! <laughs> yes, I wow. am. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I coach him in in, uh, in football. So and I coached him a little bit in baseball too. That's so. awesome! Wow, yeah. isn't it crazy how that again how everything works? Exactly. Out, you know? know, so you know, we're, we're, Sparrow and I are very, very, very close. You know, I could call him up right now and be like, hey. Yeah. You know, I, I need you. Maybe they'll come over. Let's have a beer and we'll talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to call him right now? Can we call him right <laughs> we, we'll call, now? We'll call let's call him, him up. Can let's you put call, him on speaker? I can. Let me see. Because I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, let, 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 let's, let's, let's see if he, let's picks see if he up. picks up. We need to get him on. I had Adam Kuhn on. Yeah. And he was talking about, uh, Spiral's wife, um, yeah. and what she does, you know. Hopefully he's not at practice. That's State Farm. Hey, coach, how you doing? 
Good. What's up? Not much. I'm here uh, with uh, Austin Sullivan at uh, American Grown Podcast. So we wanted to give you a call. Hey, Coach. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey. I just, uh, I just want to uh, let you know the mic's always open. If you ever want to come on and uh, share your story. But, okay. but right now, I'm, I'm yeah, sitting here with Jonah, and uh, he had nothing but good things to say about you. Yeah, yeah. First time meeting him, and uh, I, I've known of him. Like I know Benny. I didn't know it was his brother, but uh, small world. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So you guys just finished up? No, you're actually on the podcast right now. Is that all right? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sitting in my car outside my daughter's practice right now. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So if you had uh, some some words of wisdom for the the listeners. I'm sorry, Coach. I didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> then we'll let you go. Then we'll let you go. What kind of wisdom are you looking for? How about how about life and uh, and being a gentleman and uh, along those lines? I would say in terms of life, just uh, just living it, man. Like uh, I I've always wanted to get T-shirts printed for myself that that just say every day's my birthday. Um, <laughs> just, uh, you know, you just got to enjoy life like it's your birthday every day. Um, so, so that's one of the biggest things I'd say in terms of being a gentleman, just always being respectful, treating people the way you'd want to be treated and, you know, just trying to see things through, through other people's view sometimes is the easiest way to see, see that maybe you're not right and, and, or you're not thinking the right way is just to think about how other people might view it instead of from your own personal view. Last question real quick, coach, and we'll let you go. How was Jonah as an athlete? <laughs> uh, jo- jo- Jonah was athletic. <laughs> um, Jonah, Jonah could straight up fly. Uh, he was he was one of the, probably one of the fastest kids I've ever coached in any sport. Uh, I, I I would have to sit here for a while to think of somebody that was faster than him. Oh wow! So, so he's not pulling my um, leg. Yeah. I'm not pulling your leg. I told you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah, super. Just crazy fast and um, was just uh, the perfect kid to coach. wasn't always wasn't always the most skilled person, but you knew if you told him if you told him to run through that wall, he was going to do it. He was going to do whatever you whatever you asked him to do as a coach, and just uh, always give his best. So always had a lot of respect for Jonah as an athlete, and um, I love watching him grow up and be a coach for for the youth right now. Yeah. Thank you for letting us uh, record you here and being on the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. All right. All right, Coach, man. Thank you, man. I love you. I right, love you, brother. All right. Have a good one. You Thanks, too. Coach. <laughs> That's a first ever on the American Grown Podcast. Yeah. We've never had somebody call him, but I figure why not, you know. Um, right. I know him, uh, Coach Spiral, from, from Blue Cardinal Photography and, and taking the sports yes, photos yes. and stuff, and I figured, you know, if anybody should be the first. Yeah, why not him? Right, not him, right? Yeah, he 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 is uh, impacting me a lot, man. Like he, even coaching, like him and I, we still uh, we coach together as well. So okay, he helps out the youth program. So you know, he helps me out. I get I get a lot of advice from him and all that stuff. So he does a lot. I mean, he was never my coach, but like I said, knowing of him and what I know of him, and great guy. Yes, down to earth, great guy. I, yes. I think he's a part of the board for uh, Nick Services New Image Camps for Kids here in Lebanon in yes. the city. So, you know, he's, he's doing a lot of great stuff yes, for, he is. He for is. Lebanon, for yes. sure. Well, I want to go back because I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't bring it up. Yeah. But last year, 
was your you volunteered as yes, a coach under under Coach Wilson at Cedar Crest High School. Yes. Um, what was that experience like, and what did you learn being a volunteer with the with the coaching staff out there? Oh man! So backtracking, the reason I ended up with Cedar Crest, and I always wanted to coach Lebanon. Okay. You know, yeah. so I've applied multiple times in Lebanon, and I don't know for some reason they didn't want me. It's all right. It's whatever. Two years ago, during basketball season, I was coaching basketball, fifth grade travel team, and I ran into Coach Wilderson, and I said, hey, if you're ever looking for help, you know, I will gladly be, you know, love to coach high school. And he said, okay, I'll keep you in mind. Basketball season ended, didn't hear nothing. Baseball season, midway baseball season, I get an email and said, hey, are you still interested in helping me coach? And I'm like, heck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> what do I got to do? Boom, says me everything that I had to do. And waited, 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 and boom. He was like, hey, we're starting to uh, get ready for uh, our camp and all that stuff. Come on board. Oh, man. And, and I, I didn't know how to act. You know, like yeah. me coaching high school kids, you know. So it's that's like one, a dream come true. Yeah, you know? that's, that's one yeah. thing that I wanted to do is coach high school. And, right. You know, try to coach the highest level that I can. If college comes up and I want to coach college, then I want to coach college. Where, where would you want to coach if you could? My favorite, yeah, Texas. That's my favorite Should've team. Known. Yeah, okay, right. Texas, yeah, yeah, baby. that's right. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, if will that happen? Who knows? Who you knows, know? man? You never know. We put we put it out there. We we'll the put world. it out there, right? Put it yeah, out there. That's it. Yeah, you know, to uh, to kind of start wrapping up here because it's been a great conversation. Yes. I'd love to have you back on. Like oh yeah, you said, for sure. If Heather ever wants to come on, I, I do have a, uh, another mic. Yes, so, let's do it. You know, she could jump on as well. How can our listeners connect with you and follow along on your journey? Uh, they, they could uh, follow me on all formats, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Shortly, I'll start getting a you know a Twitter account or uh, even um, TikTok, all that stuff. So oh, TikTok, I'd be going for you. That's that's one thing that I want to get into. You know, I want I want to do more of my videos. I'm gonna mm -hmm. do some live sessions when I'm tattooing big pieces and all that stuff. So yeah, to contact me. You can email me, uh, send me a DM on Instagram. Best thing is email, you know. My time, my, my downtime is around 10 o'clock, so I'll start sending messages. So I apologize if I send you a message around that time. But, yeah, yeah, you could just email me. Best uh, follow me through Instagram and Facebook and all that. A piece of perfection tattoo. Perfect. And yeah. uh, where is the uh, studio located? What's the address? The studio is located 27 East Main Street, Palmyra, PA. Perfect. Oh, yes. Yeah, before we close out, is there anything else you'd like the listeners to know? Just be you. That's it. That's, that's what I've been. I, I was a troubled kid. Uh, got out of my ways, and, and, and I followed my dream. You know, I didn't know it was my dream at first until my wife gave me my first tattoo machine, and I took it, and I ran with it. So if you know that you want to do something, go ahead and, and attack it to your fullest because you, know, you never know what you're, you're going to end up at, you know, so... Jonah, a.k.a. Joanna, John, <laughs> oh, no, the man. Flash, Padilla, <laughs> tattoo artist and owner of a piece of perfection tattoo studio on the American Grown Podcast and the Color Tech Creative Solutions Studios. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. To see photos of today's guests and more content, just search American Grown Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to be a featured guest on the podcast, please direct message or email Austin 
at americangrownpod at gmail.com. This episode was brought to you by these sponsors. Cleona Coffee Roasters is a small batch coffee roastery and coffee shop. Veteran and first responder owned, community oriented, and roasted fresh to order. Now open inside 911 Rapid Response, Anvil PA. Go to CleonaCoffeeRoasters.com to order online, see updated hours, and find where you can buy it close to you. Triggered 22 LLC, a veteran-owned apparel company. By purchasing a t-shirt, hat, or hoodie from Triggered 22, you're not only supporting a small business, but you're bringing awareness to veteran PTSD and suicide. Please help save the lives of those who fought for our freedoms Visit Triggered22.com now and place your order. Let's help those suffering from invisible wounds.